Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Hello, Edwin. Hello, Andrew. A new week on Text Talk. It is, and we're getting to some of my favorite part of the Gospel of Matthew. Yeah, me too. When I think about uh, diving into the Sermon on the Mount, I know you've written a book on it. I've taught some classes on it. It's just going to be a challenge to, or maybe the text talk listeners are going to get the absolute distilled cream of the crop. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with that in mind, yes. let's, let's start in the ESV, Matthew chapter 5. I'm going to read verses 1 through 12. Seeing the crowds, he went, he being Jesus, went up on the mountain, and when he sat down, his disciples came to him. And he opened his mouth and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when others revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven, for so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. I like to notice how Jesus starts this message, all right? And and even before the word blessed, which is going to get everyone's ears to perk up. But to, just to get the setting, here we are on the Sea of Galilee, up a mountain a little bit, and notice that the disciples move up to him, go up to him. And I think there's a powerful picture there, just, just in that imagery, right, of what it means to be a disciple. Mm. I want to go and meet Jesus. I want to go where Jesus is, and I want to hear from Jesus. I want to say what Jesus says. I want to be where Jesus is. This is discipleship. And if my master is talking and teaching, I want to listen. And Jesus does not disappoint. No. Here's this effort, and you know the, the people come in to hear him, and he starts talking about blessed. Blessed. So I don't know if you're with me on this one, but I just have to go ahead and get it out. It's one of my pet peeves. It bugs the daylights out of me. Well, Lots this, of people this say is it. C- certainly for therapy. <laughs> this is obviously the time and place. This, this is this is it. Let's therapy. Thank you. Okay. If you could, if you could right. therapize me. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. It's it's to to come to the word blessed and make it equate happy. Well, I mean, you've got some some English translations that even put that word there. Yeah. And but we've done some deep dive on some on some words and some translation choices. We did that a lot with songs. No kidding. No kidding. So, I think there probably are some some uh, strengths to going with blessed, frankly. I think there are. Namely, just the issue of happy. And this for me is probably more of an English word choice and what happy means and where it comes from. Yeah. Again, I 
listen, it's above my pay grade to get into exactly what words in the Greek can be translated by other words. I have no doubt there might be some semantic overlap that allows us to take the word translated here and translate it happy in some context. Sure. But with what Jesus is talking about here, I don't believe that Jesus is talking about here's how to have a happy feeling. Mm -hmm. I don't think he's even talking about here's how to have an ongoing happiness. He is talking about being blessed, whereas happiness Mm -hmm. and its root and its background and even how it's most commonly used today is more an issue of good feeling based on present circumstances. Mm -hmm. That word Mm -hmm. happiness comes from the root hap. It's used in perhaps, may, haps, happenstance, Mm -hmm. happening. It's connected to scenarios and settings and circumstances. And so if my circumstances align properly, then I have good euphoric feelings of Mm -hmm. goodwill and I think everything is is going well. And I don't believe that Jesus is talking about that. He's not talking about some internal feeling. He's talking about something that God is doing for us. We are blessed. We have received a blessing. God is bestowing favor upon us if this setting. And that that's what we really need to be focused on here, the gift and mercy and favor of God. Now, I, I like that. With blessed is the word favor. And by I like that, I mean, I, I, I agree. I, I think that particularly in this text, when you began to take apart some of these instances where Jesus says, here's gifting to you, here's favor upon you, I would say, that doesn't sound like a happy thing at all. I mean, it starts right at the beginning. Blessed are the poor in spirit. Blessed are those who mourn. I don't associate poverty of any kind. I don't associate mourning. I certainly don't associate uh, persecutions and revilings with with positive circumstances. Those sounds like terrible circumstances. And what Jesus is pointing out is not, oh, if these things happen to you, you are happy. He's saying if these things happen to you, you're actually blessed. Mm -hmm. You are receiving favor from God. Now, it may be that when you are able to recognize the favor, the mercy, the grace, the gift that God is giving you, even in these difficulties, that you may feel happiness. And I'm cool with that. And I think there's plenty of times where that's exactly what Christians do. But I don't believe Jesus is saying you're happy because of this. He is saying you've received a gift. Mm -hmm. You've received Mm -hmm. a blessing. You are blessed when this is what's going on in your life. And here's why you are blessed. So for instance, blessed are the poor in spirit. Well, why is that? Why is it a blessing to be poor in spirit? He follows it up with because the people who are poor in spirit, they have the kingdom of God. Theirs is the kingdom of heaven. That's right. That's a blessing. Right. And so poverty, especially here in Matthew, of spirit, spirit. is not a curse. Mm-hmm. It is not someone who is ignored by God. It is not someone who is hated by God. It is actually someone who is blessed by, blessed by God, God because that's the person who has the kingdom. And of course, poor of spirit is the idea of, uh, of humility. Mm-hmm. And even deeper than humility, the word I understand here is not a, a kind of poverty that says, I don't quite have enough. I need just a little bit more. It's the kind of poverty, poverty that says, look, I'm on the side of the road begging. And if someone doesn't yeah. respond, I'm going to die. It's an abject poverty, which is where we are spiritually apart from Christ, uh, naked and broken in our sins. Which leads, of course, to mourning. That's right. 
a deep sorrow. Does mourning sound blessed? Not at first. <laughs> but why are we blessed when we mourn? We shall be comforted. Yeah. There's a comfort that God will provide. The balm comes from God for our wounds. This is very much like the idea that Jesus came to call the sinners and not the righteous, just mm-hmm. as a physician comes to work with the sick and not the healthy. It's the mourning, th- those who are mourners who get comforted. Those who, those who don't feel the need for comfort don't get it. There is this juxtaposition in all of these Beatitudes, right, that uh, it's it's not exactly what you'd think. He's holding up things like poor in spirit, mourning, hungering, right, and, and saying in these moments, in these truths, God will bless you, God favors you in these other ways. Whereas we would think, no, no, it's the opposite of these situations. That's really when God favors me. Yeah. So I'm I'm just considering how much time we have of a conversation. So it's impossible for us to walk through each one of these. But I, as I look through these beatitudes, I almost feel like there are two sections of them. There's the first section that leads us to becoming a Christian, and there's the second section that is us living as disciples. Mm-hmm. So here's how that works for me. Tell me if you think I'm onto something. The blessed are the poor in spirit, those who have the humility to recognize there's nothing they can offer God. We are in our sins. We are, we're destitute. Mm-hmm. If, if somebody doesn't give us something, we're going to die. And because of that, we're mourning. And because of the weeping and the mourning, we have decided to meekly surrender to God. God is the only one that can save us. And so, like that tax collector, we humbly bow before him, asking for his forgiveness in meekness, submitting, because we hunger and thirst for righteousness. And if I hunger and thirst for righteousness, what does he say I'm going to receive? Yeah, you'll be filled, so you're going to have your righteousness. The blessing is satisfaction, which means now I have been given the righteousness. This doesn't allow me to now become rich in spirit. I need to remember that I'm only righteous by the grace and gift and blessing of God. But now, having been made righteous, I start walking as a child of God, which includes being merciful mm-hmm. to others because I have received mercy and because I want to receive mercy, which includes being a peacemaker and being pure in heart. But of course, what it's also going to include is despite the fact that we would think that someone who is humble, merciful, peaceful, and pure would be the most loved in the right. world, these are the people the world hates. Because these are the people like Jesus, and the world hated Jesus. You know, I I see what you're saying there, and and I can yeah I can get on board with it. I see that Jesus is laying out a profile of the citizens of this kingdom of heaven, mm. a profile of the citizens of this kingdom that he's preaching. He's telling people to repent. The kingdom's at hand. So when they repent, when they change, what's that supposed to look like? And I think you make a great point that it's not that I'm poor in spirit for a while and now I'm rich in spirit, but that actually I maintain a humility about myself with my brethren, with God, as a disciple of Jesus Christ. Uh, You know, I I think we would be mistaken to come to these Beatitudes and say, well, you know what, I'm really going to be working on one this month, and, and once I have it mastered... You know, I'm, you know, right, my, my, right now this month, I'm working on hungering and thirsting after righteousness. You know, I'm just getting all the word I can. I'm spending that time in prayer. I'm just really hungering for it, really hungering for it. I'm not, I'm not really working on mercy yet. So I'm kind of, you know, I'm kind of uh, tearing into a bunch of people. <laughs> but I'll get there. Once I'm satisfied with hunger, well, that's my, my, my hunger for righteousness is satisfied. Then I'll start working on being merciful. <laughs> that, that leads me to a question. Let me ask you a question. <laughs> Is this 
eight different characteristics, or should I say, I should say, are these eight different characteristics that are for special saints? You know, mm. that, that not everybody has to be poor in spirit. You know, you've got saints who are just saints, but the specially blessed one is the poor in spirit one. And, you know, look, you've got all kinds of saints, and, and that's fine, and they're all Christians, and they're all faithful, but the specially blessed mm. one is the one who is mourning or the one who is hungering and thirsting for righteousness. Is, that's what's, is that what's going on here? Well, no, I don't see it that way. I, I see it as this is what it would mean to be a saint, as opposed to this would create castes or levels of saints. So this is the this is the profile. You said a moment ago the profile, profile of what a I citizen of the kingdom. So if a person doesn't have this profile, they're not a citizen of the kingdom or not living as one. Not living as one. Maybe least. Yeah, maybe least in the kingdom. Least right? in the kingdom. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about that later yeah, in the we week. Will. So, so maybe least in the kingdom. I think. Okay, I'm glad. That's I mean, where I, I am I, on this. I, also, I, I like to take these beatitudes from time to time, and you know, in honesty, I need to do it more. And, and you know, search my heart, test my heart against these. You know, James talks about the foolishness of taking the word of God as a mirror, looking into it, and then not making any changes. Yeah. So you know, you could take the whole Bible, or maybe just start with a little passage like the Beatitudes mm. and do a heart check with that. And and that'll get you, boy. You'll, you'll want to make some changes because I want to be Christ's disciple. I want to be this kingdom citizen. Here's the mirror. The mirror for today, poor in spirit, mourning, yeah. meek, hungering and thirsting for righteousness, merciful, peacemaker, pure in heart, and persecuted. persecuted. This is our mirror. Let's yeah. look into it. Yeah. What a great day. What a great kickoff. I wish we had... 45 more minutes to talk about these Beatitudes. I know we're going to talk more about Matthew chapter 5. Thanks for listening. Send us an email. Let us know what you think about the Beatitudes. Did we miss something? Was there something you were hoping we would comment on? Head over to our Facebook group today. Let's talk about these Beatitudes in our Facebook group today. And uh, send us an email, texttalk at christiansmeethere.org. Texttalk at christiansmeethere.org. Andrew, why don't you wrap us up with prayer? Our great God and Father, thank you, Lord, for the day. Thank you, Lord, for Jesus Christ, for his preaching and teaching about the kingdom, especially, Lord, that we have the knowledge we can be blessed. Father, we know that your favor does not come through just our moment of circumstance and our situation, though certainly, Father, we believe you're with us always, but that we find fulfillment and blessing in a right relationship with you through Christ. We want to walk, Father, today as faithful citizens of your kingdom and know that we are blessed in you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song, you can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne.